Hi, my name is Annabelle, and you're listening to The Catholic Foodie, Episode 6. Well, this is Jeff Young, The Catholic Foodie, at catholicfoodie.com, and welcome to Episode 6 of The Catholic Foodie. I've, um, I've got kind of a, a cough today, so my voice is a little off, and I may have to take a break every now and then and, and, and try to cough. Anyway, we have an excellent show today for you. Today we're going to talk about um, uh, we're going to talk about uh, something. What, what were we going to talk about? Huh? I kind of figured this was going to happen. I figured I'd get into starting to record and then just completely blank out. Let me see. I uh, I think I jotted down over here what we're going to talk about. Let me wait. I think this is it. That's right, folks. We're going to talk about Mardi Gras today. A little Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, a little second line, little king cake. It's Mardi Gras season here in New Orleans. And we're going to talk about Mardi Gras for just a little bit. It's amazing. This music comes out right after Epiphany every year. And, and it's just, I don't know, it does something to you. You know, when you're from these, this, these parts, I guess, uh, the music just does something. I don't know. It, it, it breeds excitement. So we are going to talk about Mardi Gras today. And we have some other things on the menu as well. We've got some feedback and uh, some special feedback, actually. And uh, I'm excited about sharing that with you. And we're also going to talk about an upcoming event that uh, me and my family are going to attend. And that'll be just in a few weeks. So we have all this and more on The Catholic Foodie. Smells good. Those uh, goodies in there. Granny, Granny Puckett, the goody lady. My goodness, she makes some good goodies. She's got a thing. It's like a, uh, it's like a uh, cookies, shortbread, chocolate icing between. Very. It's good. Uh, it's very good. Well, uh, the other night. It, it, uh, let's see, I guess it was Friday night. Uh, Char and I went out to eat. We went to a restaurant uh, here in Covington. It's called Zia's. And actually, Zia's started out, uh, it's, a, it's a locally owned uh, restaurant, or at least it was uh, uh, created, founded, uh, started by a family that uh, they're acquaintances of ours. They're uh, right here in the Covington area. And uh, the first location was in Metairie, right across the uh, lake, Lake Pontchartrain. And it, it was a really neat place. This was years back. Uh, I'm thinking maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, 10 years, 8, 10 years back or so. Um, it was a neat place because in addition to having the, the restaurant there, they also had a microbrewery, and so they brewed their own beer. And uh, you could see it was a big, um, the whole area where the, the brewery part was was separated from the restaurant by just these big, huge glass windows, right? And uh, so you could see everything that was going on in there. It was really cool. And then they would have you know various beers on their menu, and you could do a, a, a taste of the different beers. They'd bring out uh, 
you know, small glasses of each of the different beers that they, uh, that they had. And uh, it was a neat place. I'd been there a couple of times in Metairie. Anyway, uh, along came Hurricane Katrina. And after Katrina, the restaurant did reopen. However, the, the brewery part, that they didn't reopen that. That went to bed. They, they put that to bed. Uh, so now they still have a local brewery that provides their beer, and it's, uh, it's called Heiner Brow. That's the brewery, and it's actually right here in Covington. So it provides the beer for at least, as far as I know, the two locations here um, in this area of Louisiana, which would be Metairie and then Covington. Now, also, I, I didn't realize this until uh, I checked out their website, but they apparently have expanded tremendously. I think they've uh, franchised it, so... Uh, you have locations kind of popping up all over the place. Anyway, uh, we were there uh, Friday night, and we decided to do some recording. And uh, we, we recorded a little bit, and we got to a certain point, and we had friends who stopped by, and uh, just the, 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 what do you call it, the volume right there in the restaurant was so loud at one point. We're like, you know, we need to stop recording. But we did get some, uh, I think, some good stuff in there. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now. This is uh, Char and I at dinner on Friday, and let's uh, let's have a listen. Anyway, what's going on, <laughs> Jeff is stressed because we had a wait. The kids are at open gym at gymnastics, and it's like a two-hour window we have to have this date, and we had a forty-minute wait. Yeah. So we're like so pressed now for time when pressed we thought it would be, you know, more relaxing. An hour and a half at least. And he's like, you know, male, Freaking completely out. male, and can't enjoy it until we're like sitting at the table. So he's like blown the time, and um, well, I'm here now. Now he's present to me. <laughs> I was trying to be present at the bar. Anyway, we already know what we want to eat because we. I, I looked up the menu um, online. So can you relax now, Boo? Yeah, I think I'm relaxed. Okay. So, what now? What are we doing? Oh, I left the notebook in the car, so I don't remember what I'm supposed to talk about. I think the first thing was uh, king cakes and uh, New Orleans, Mardi Gras, and all that stuff. That was the first thing we're supposed to talk about. <laughs> well, <laughs> like what? So tell me what you know about Mardi Gras. Well, I was, let me tell you what I know about king cake. So far you've brought me king cake the last two days, and I ate king cake for lunch today, which is so against what I typically eat. It's kind of completely off my yeah. diet, and I ate... Okay, what would you like to drink? What do I want to drink? Um, I'm okay. What about you? You're okay? Yeah, I'm having another amber. You're having one of those, right? Amber, and you're having nothing? Just some water? And an appetizer? I think um, yeah. I think we know what we want. Okay. Um, we want to get a Caesar. Caesar salad. Yeah, just a small Caesar to split. Small Caesar. And then um, we want to get the uh, the Thai ribs. Four and a half. Full. Full Thai. And uh, the grilled redfish with shrimp estouffee. Okay, with redfish, two. Okay. And the full time, what are the sides you would like? Um, what's your vegetable? This collard greens. Okay, I'm not much on greens. So I'll do the, um, 
the sugar snap beans and the roasted corn grits. Snaps and grits. Yep. And, and that's like full rack of tie, you're like, right? Full rack of tie. Full rack. <laughs> Is that a lot? Are you that's laughing? 12 ribs. We're going to share. Yeah, we'll share. And we're going to. And gonna, the redfish, right? Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, and we have kids at home. Okay, yeah, you, you'll be taking it home. Okay. That's okay because it's really good. And do we get two other sides or is that it? The redfish comes with two sides as well. Right, the ribs down or ribs up? Yeah, two, we, I yeah. ordered my two. Oh, you you ordered? Okay. I also want the dirty rice. Dirty rice. And the zia potatoes. And the zia potatoes. A lot of starch. Sounds good. Have Thank you. Thank you. This morning. <laughs> okay. Thank you. This is dog. Take it away? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. So you that know, was a success. We're usually not so snappy, but we're under the gun. Under the gun. Press for time. So. Mardi Gras. Oh, I ate king cake. Um, yes, today for lunch I had uh, Bavarian cream cheesecake <laughs> with what? Chocolate and pecans on top. Chocolate. Uh, chocolate. And yeah, drip chocolate and pecans on top. It was really good. Yeah, I figured and, it would be. And That's then, why I brought it to you. Yeah, and then yesterday he brought home, or two days ago. Two days ago. He brought home um, a chocolate cheese, filled. Uh, chocolate filled king, king cake. A whole one, a small one, but it was whole. And an extra piece of the cheesecake filled, which is my Cream favorite. Cream cheese filled cheesecake. You said cheesecake. Cheese <laughs> it was. No, uh, cream cheese. Cream so cheese look, this is so off. Cream cake. You know, great way to start the year. Sugar <laughs> overload. Well, I mean, that's what happens, you know. Uh, January 6th, you start the carnival season uh, with um, uh, King's Day or the uh, Epiphany. And actually, last episode, I said that the uh, king cake had nothing to do with the three kings, but I was wrong. Uh, apparently, the king of Mardi Gras, all this king stuff, started with the three kings, and only later did it develop into something else. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. How would you do this? Say, hey, we're, we're recording for the Catholic foodie. Zia's, we ran into some friends of ours, Mark and Lauren, and uh, we had we got into a lively conversation. So we we stopped recording, but uh, because we, our food came right, I mean it was so fast we couldn't believe how quick quickly we got our food. But that was a good thing, yeah, because we're in a hurry. <laughs> it was good. It was great. It but, was it was delicious. The food was really food good. Food was really good, especially the Thai ribs that the waiter laughed about, right? Oh yeah, and we. What we didn't finish, the kids did, so. Yeah, as soon as we got home, the kids were scarfing down the leftovers, so. So it was good. So you were in the middle of a thought. Oh, yes. Uh, Well, last night I was in the middle of a thought about the king cakes. I think I mentioned that I was wrong about 
something I said in the special epiphany episode, which was uh, that the king cake really had nothing to do with the three kings exactly, but it stemmed from this other tradition where uh, you had this, this uh, which started, I believe, in, in Europe in the medieval times, of choosing a king to preside over the revelry that would take place in the, 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 I can't remember how many days it was exactly, but in the days between the Epiphany leading up into the, uh, the beginning of Lent, Ash Wednesday. Well, <clears throat> what I failed to realize is that that whole concept of kings is actually based on the three kings. So it's all tied together with Epiphany. That's why we, uh, we start the Mardi Gras season in New Orleans with, uh, on the Epiphany. And so it's just a, a time of getting ready for Mardi Gras. And I think one of the things we, we, the whole point that we started to talk about was king cakes and what that's all about and how I have been able to provide some king cakes for you and the kids over the last uh, few you're days. Such, you're such a good provider for providing <laughs> king cakes. So um, anyway, that's, that was, I think, the point of bringing up the whole king thing. So what about king cakes? I mean, we talk, you talked about last night the ones that you just tasted, right? We had a chocolate-filled king cake, and then we had the one I brought yesterday was, uh, it was a king cake that was filled with Bavarian cream, and it had, like, dripped chocolate on top of it. I, I hesitate to call it a chocolate icing because it wasn't really like a chocolate icing. And it, pecans. Yeah. So um, that was good. That was tasty. And it's very different because that's not the norm, right? For those people who haven't ever seen a king cake and have really no idea what we're talking about, can you describe what a king cake is for us? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's a big doughy cake. Right. It's, um, it's like a it's ring. Like a, yeah, it's shaped like a ring or a, is it a crown? It's not like a crown. Yeah, it's but it's, like a, a crown. it's a ring. Often it's like braided dough and... Um, then it's and it's typically cinnamon, mm-hmm. and it's um, has icing on top. Typically, the the Mardi Gras colors, which are gold, green, and purple. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they sign, uh, signify? Well, I, I know the that if you're from them. Louisiana, you actually think that those colors go together. Well, yeah, you know. but <laughs> it's like I mean, is it for? I don't, do you I don't know? know? Okay, look it know. off. I'll have to look up why the colors. It's like. Uh, yeah, the purple, purple is green, majestic and, gold. and yeah. gold. I don't know. I don't know. Green I don't know. life. I don't know. I know that so the three colors that typically you don't look at and, and, and think that they are going together, but they actually, we like them. <laughs> they, they look good together. Anyway, so it's covered with sweet, um, you know, icing or typically, I mean, the most common, most commonly it's like covered with a white icing and then the green, gold, and purple sprinkles. Right. And then there's a baby, right. um, a small um, plastic. plastic baby, mm-hmm. which is um, inserted into the cake, and you cut it into pieces. And so one person's going to end up with the baby, and that is the person who should buy the next cake. Right, the person <laughs> should buy the next cake. So, right. but now they <laughs> they don't put the baby in; they attach it. Right, because they they fear litigation. So, yeah. and that's sad. But they don't want anyone choking on a little plastic baby. Baby. Right, and and the 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 cake. I mean, the consistency of this cake is more like a I don't know, like a coffee cinnamon cake. roll. But it's like a cinnamon roll, coffee cake type thing. It is like a cinnamon roll, 
and it's got cinnamon inside and all and it's I mean I find that typically uh, for the, a good king cake the cake itself isn't really real sweet but it's the the icing can make it very sweet and you have the stuffing the, the, the filling can make it very sweet uh, and you've got different kinds of fillings you've got all these fruit jelly or jam kind of fillings or something like uh, strawberry or raspberry or whatever you can have chocolate which is like a, a chocolate pudding mm-hmm. I guess uh, Bavarian cream and then my personal favorite is the cream cheese which I know that that's Char, mine too, that's, that's I love too. That. the cream cheese is the best so anyway but this um, is all that seems a new it's a new twist it's a new twist it's I mean, if not you look at the something... history yeah if you look at the history of it uh you know i had mentioned in the last episode that they did have in, in new orleans it's elaborate sort of a, 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 a i don't know what you would call it like celebration where you had this this guy who'd been voted king of mardi gras and then they had this ball and these ladies would all choose a drawer out of this big huge cake that was made out of wood i guess and decorated like a cake and it would depend on what kind of trinket they got uh, the drawer they picked that would determine who became the queen and who was on the court uh, well, apparently these king cakes carry over from Europe, and uh, and it was almost like the I hate to put it this way, but like the the the, the poor man's way or the regular average Joe kind of way of celebrating the same thing, right? And uh, so everybody gets to participate in Mardi Gras, and and you know the thing was I mentioned this the last episode is that it used to be. King cake parties, king cake people getting around to have king cake was in a, as a neighborhood thing. People did it in their neighborhoods, but we're so much on the go nowadays that that doesn't happen as often. So, uh, oftentimes it's in schools. You know, kids bring king cakes to school. That's where I've been getting my king cake the last few days. Um, offices. When I worked in an office uh, previously, uh, we used to bring you know, people would share bringing king cakes, and whoever got the baby would bring the next king cake. And uh, we've been invited in the past to friends' houses who've they would have a king cake party and you know they try to carry that on uh so i mean it's just it's a real i don't know i mean it's just something about the whole experience it's, it's mardi gras time you know absolutely and for us down here it's like we we grew up with mardi gras so it's i don't know it's, it's just part it's like in your blood you start to hear that mardi gras music play and something just happens you know it's like you just kind of kick kick into gear or something it's like wow this is awesome you know, so we listened to some Mardi Gras music last night. But uh, so those are the. That's kind of like a, a description of the king cake, and uh, I'm going to put a recipe for a king cake. If you want to try to make one yourself, I'll put a recipe on the uh, online on the website catholicfoodie.com. Also, if you would like to order a king cake, they've got bakeries down here that ship king cakes all over the world. So if you, uh, I don't know, if you get inspired and think, hey, we're going to do a king cake this year. Uh, to get into the Mardi Gras kind of mood, then uh, I will put some uh, links in the show notes of places where you can go. Uh, Randazzo's has been my personal favorite for uh, for years now, but there are many other uh, bakeries that, that ship these all over the world. So, And even if you don't want to buy one, you just want to go check it out and see what they like. A lot of times the bakeries will have information on king cakes in general, and they've got tons of pictures so you can see what they're like. And it's just it's a real festive kind of thing. So we'll put those in the show notes. Check that out at Catholic Foodie. Dot com. When you come to my house and I cook for you. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that might be a problem. What's the problem? I had the best cook in the family, tell you. Oh, I did, didn't I? Twice. Okay, then. <laughs> oh. um, it's just, uh, yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. 
He don't eat no meat. No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Well, hon, uh, not only is Mardi Gras coming up, but we have another special event coming up in just a couple of weeks now, I believe. What, what's going to happen in a couple of weeks? We're going to the Lebanese Convention, which is being held in Baton Rouge. In Baton Rouge, that's right. So what is a Lebanese Convention? <laughs> <laughs> well, it may sound like an odd thing, but... Um, Anyway, it's a. This is this is actually what we call a um, a midwinter convention. The big conventions are held during the summer, um, but my family, being Lebanese, has always been a part of the Syrian, um, the Southern Federation of the Syrian Lebanese American Clubs, and it was founded over seventy five years ago. Um, by people of Lebanese and Syrian descent here in America. And it's really a social organization. And the whole point of it is to be, um, you know, fully American and to really have um, great pride and appreciation of being American and the opportunity that this country afforded, you know, our people, but also to preserve the heritage of in culture so I grew up going to the Lebanese conventions <laughs> I think I was two years old in Miami Florida at my first and it's just a time to get together uh, meet other Lebanese people and dance and eat and um, socialize and and all that stuff so um, that's I mean, and Jeff is, I have to just say, Jeff is, you know, the question growing up is, are you going to marry Lebanese? Are you going to marry Lebanese? Are you going to marry Lebanese? And um, anyway, I did not marry a Lebanese man, but um, Jeff has totally um, embraced. embraced the whole deal. He, we even danced um, the dopki at, at our wedding. So anyway, the dancing is great. Um, it's really fun. The kids really have had a good time. Uh, we went to Houston a couple of years ago, and they had a ball. But um, we were out till three o'clock in the morning dancing. Oh yeah, oh it was fun. But the, I mean, the thing about it is, it's it's like you get on the dance floor, and it's a it's a line dance. It's uh, of sorts, um, and that you're holding hands. And um, anyway, there's a lot of different versions of the same um, the same dance called the dopki. But um, you get out on the dance floor, and it's just, it's like mesmerizing. Mm -hmm. The music is so awesome. It's mm -hmm. that Arabic music, and everyone is, is dancing, and um, you're kind of going in, 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 a, in circles, but in lots of different directions intertwined. And um, everybody's got black hair, it seems. <laughs> and <for> like, <laughs> well, you don't have hair, boo. But, um, anyway, it's just this, um, I don't know, it's a, it's a really neat. It's a cultural experience. It's a very it's a really, neat cultural really, experience. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal, and the, the music is fantastic, and uh, the food is great. And I mean, normally they have, you know, not every meal is Lebanese, but they have uh, Lebanese food set up in a certain room at some point until everybody eats it all. And which they had like at the what do they call that the hospitality room yeah. or whatever it was. 
And uh, then they have one meal. One of the big dinners at night would be a Lebanese yeah. meal. Uh, but the other one was not. The other one was just like chicken breast or something we had that. Remember that night in Houston? We, anyway, it was not anything you know special, but the, the Lebanese meal was really good. And, uh, you know, it's just so neat to see all the, the family, the extended family comes in for this. And so you got nothing but family all over the place, cousins and, and all of that from everywhere. And a lot of, uh, Char has a, a big, uh, well, I guess the, was it the Tyler contingent, right? Mm-hmm. This, 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 uh, this group of family, this, this, uh, lot of family, I guess you'd say from, uh, Tyler, Texas, they're all in Tyler. And so they come in typically, and you got uh, the, the cousins that live right here in, in the Baton Rouge and in South Louisiana area. They all come in, so everybody's there and everybody's having a good time. And it's it's um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Our kids just eat it up. And when we were in Houston, I'm telling you, we we were there for four. I think we stayed four nights or three nights and four days or so. We stayed an extra day, I think. But they, um, you know, every night, Friday, Saturday nights, we had the the Hoffley at the end of the night and they played till like three in the morning and so our <laughs> kids are not only are they awake and downstairs but they're awake downstairs and on the dance floor dancing uh for you know hours until three o'clock in the morning and then my little son who's like a little casanova he's he's got as he called them all of his girlfriends and they were all in their 20s and he's out there on the dance floor dancing with all these girls. He's nine. He was, what, eight at the time? Seven. Or seven. Seven at the time. And uh, <laughs> so we'll see what happens this year, <laughs> you know, being in Baton Rouge and, and he's nine now. You never know. So anyway, anything else you want to say yeah. about the convention? I We're looking forward fun. to it. It's It'll just a couple of, couple of days away. So Two weeks. Two weeks away. Wait, three. Three weeks. Three weeks away. <laughs> It's getting farther and farther away. <laughs> yeah, it's three weeks. So. Well, good. Well, I think that uh, we'll have to maybe do some recording there and, and, and try yeah. to capture some of that culture uh, on, and, on on audio and, and share that with our listeners. And uh, also, in the spirit of, once again, the, the Lebanese convention coming up, and uh, you know, I may have mentioned this before, I did uh, make cabbage rolls on uh, New Year's Day. And the recipe that I use is really as a Lebanese recipe is for grape leaves, and uh, we just switched that out, switched a few ingredients out, and made uh, cabbage rolls. But I am going to post that on the website. It'll be there at catholicfoodie.com, so you can check that out as well. Well, I just have to comment on that because the amazing thing is that Jeff is just like my mother. My mother has no Lebanese um, blood, but she she is one of the best. I think. She's one of the best Lebanese cooks. Other people say the same thing. I mean, she's she's really a great cook. cook. She learned from my um, my dad's sisters, and um, she she's good. She's got the touch, you know. And so she's a non-Lebanese who you know could fool the best. And I feel like Jeff has really taken on um, you know cooking the Lebanese dishes and um, to roll a pot of grape leaves or a pot of cabbage rolls is a labor of love because it's a lot of work um so anyway my mom is very impressed too with jeff right now <laughs> she's loving her son-in-law oh good anyway <laughs> so okay well um i'll put the the recipe on uh on the website and uh, you can check that out
Well, yes, we are very excited about the Lebanese Convention coming up, and uh, that's, that's uh, we. I hope to record some stuff there and to share that with you. Uh, I'm also very excited because we do have some feedback uh, today, and uh, some of it is from a very special person, uh, my youngest daughter. Her name is Grace, and uh, let's listen to what she has to say right now. We are very lucky to have Grace, our six-year-old, here right now, and she is going to read to us a list of her favorite foods. Um, banana, bacon, butter, salt, pizza, lasagna, cheddar cheese, gumbo, chicken, turkey, duck, lamb, crawfish, shrimp, candy, sushi, um, Onions, carrots, tomatoes, and potatoes. Oh, and you you probably left a few things off your list, huh? Yeah. Like what? Uh, celery. Celery. (laughs) (laughs) And and what else? What else? Um. Now you 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 said you liked pizza, but what kind of pizza? Pepperoni. Pepperoni pizza. What's your favorite place to get pizza from? Pizza man, pizza you. Man. Me. <laughs> oh, me. Huh? You like my pizza? Yeah. Oh good. You like pizza man too? Uh-huh. Oh good. Yeah. And what what's your favorite gumbo? Yours. Well well, okay, mine. <laughs> but what, what I mean do you like you said you like what you said chicken and you said turkey and you said duck. What would, would you like all that together in one pot or you like the different. chicken? Different pots? Uh-huh. Like you like the turkey better or the chicken better? Uh, turkey. The turkey better. <laughs> well, what about the sushi? You said sushi down here. What What's your favorite sushi? The crab snow snow crab. I have no idea the what snow, crab. <laughs> snow, snow crab. Huh? No. You like that one a lot? Yeah. Oh, good. And what's you, your favorite candy? Right. What's your favorite candy? Um, I don't know. You know, it's all your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> what do you ask me every day, Grace? Can I have a piece of candy? <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet. Well, tell everybody bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, that was so funny. Um, and I have to tell you that I did not prep her for that. I did not say... You know, tell everybody you like my food. <laughs> I mean, that she came up with that on her own, and it kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that, but anyway, it was so good to have her share her list with us. And I also received an email from uh, Pam Hauk. Uh, Pam has uh, emailed me before, and this was, I think, after she enjoyed. Uh, I'm reading her email as I, as I, as I'm speaking, but it was after the uh, the tasting I did on the porter beer. And she writes, um, hey, Jeff, I enjoyed the episode on tasting porter beer. You got me started on a quest. I looked for a porter at the store today and found the Samuel Adams Honey Porter. I haven't tried it yet, uh, but I also picked up the Abita Christmas Ale, which I liked very much, and the Abita Pecan Harvest Ale. I guess I went kind of crazy. <laughs> anyway, she wished me a happy and blessed new year, and uh you know, I was just so happy that I was able to, um, I don't know, start her on a quest. It's always a good thing to be on a quest, and especially if that quest is uh, in search of good beer. So 
Uh, Pam, I hope that you enjoy those beers. Uh, let's see, I also received some feedback from another special person. Um, and uh, I have listened to this already. And it's, um, this, is, this is good. So let's listen in on this, uh, on this feedback. Hey Jeff, this is Alan in Los Angeles. I wanted to give you a little voice feedback and let you know what is going on in my kitchen. I'm having a little French cuisine today. It's called Le Hot Dog. <laughs> uh, it's being cooked in this appliance called an, a microwave. Now, I realize that for you in the show, that may be uh, a kind of forbidden topic. But uh, my wife's out of town, so I'm on my own. Well, what can I do? I'm living La Vida Bachelor. So, and it, hey, if you or any of your members want to come out and cook for me, I'm very open to that. I'm very receptive. So uh, anyway, I'm enjoying the show, and uh, you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Hope all is well, and we'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, hey, one other thing. Uh, the uh, mortar and pesto, pesto, uh, in uh, Puerto Rican, they call it a pilong. Well, oh, dinner's ready, so I gotta go. Bye-bye. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I almost don't know what to say to that. That's so, that's so funny. Um, and it's probably funnier for me than for you because I actually know this guy. <laughs> we, uh, we were roommates in college, so um, I know Alan. I know Alan well, and uh, I'm very happy we keep in touch now. Um, uh, fairly regularly we keep in touch, and uh, he records some stuff and sends it to me. Um, it's sort of like a, I don't know what we've called it in the past, like a personal podcast, right? It's just him putting together... Uh, music and his, you know, recording his own voice, things he wants to say and share, and uh, sound clips and little things like that, things that you would kind of consider to be a podcast, but it's just, I'm the only audience, he sends it to me, and I do the same for him, I record some stuff, put it together, send it to him, it's like your own little show, and we've been doing this since since college, I mean, I remember (laughs) in our dorm room, sitting together, and in the same room, and each of us have our, our headphones on, uh, with our CD players and our, you know, portable stereos and trying to record what we, you know, back then it was tapes, cassette tapes. And uh, so this was something that we've been doing for years. And to, to know that he's listening to the Catholic Foodie, first of all, I'm tickled to death about that. I think that's great. And uh, to have him actually send in some feedback, that I, it just made my year. So we're starting out 2009 on the right uh, on, on the right note there, Alan. So thank you so much. And as far as the hot dogs go, you know I love hot dogs. Um, I know that they're not the healthiest thing in the world, and I know that uh, I tend to get nasty looks from my wife whenever I eat them. Uh, but I really like them. So um, there, there's a famous uh, hot dog stand, and it's not just one stand. It's like a little company. Uh, in downtown New Orleans, it's a Lucky Dog, right? The Lucky Dog. And they've got their little stands all over in the quarter and all. And I've always, always, always wanted to try one. I've never tried one. And some of my New Orleans friends here are going to hear this and think I'm nuts for not having tried one. But for some reason, actually, I've never tried a hot dog from a stand ever anywhere. I don't know. It just something about it makes me nervous. Like, is this sanitary? Is this safe? I don't know. So maybe one day I'll have the courage to try a lucky dog. Anyway, uh, but I do, I do love them. 
So, Alan, thank you so much for that feedback. I, I can't tell you how much I laughed when I heard that. That was, uh, that was great. And, uh, and, and please, feel free to send more anytime you want. And if you would like to send feedback, there are a few ways that you could do that. You could just send me an email at catholicfoodie at gmail.com. Uh, if you have the capabilities on your computer to record an MP3 file or a WAV file, uh, you can uh, do that as feedback and email it to me also at the Catholic or catholicfoodie at gmail.com. Or you can call the listener feedback line at 985 635 4974. That's 985 635 4974. And if you need that number, if you didn't get it here and you want to just see it somewhere, you can go to catholicfoodie.com. And uh, the phone number is right there on, on the website. Also, if you like the show, if you like what you hear, think about going to iTunes, not iTunes, iTunes, going to iTunes and leaving a, uh, a review there for the Catholic Foodie. That would help to, uh, to spread the word and to uh, boost the listenership. So I thank you very much if you, uh, if you would do that. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this show. Uh, we are already here at the end. And uh, once again, I uh, wanted to share a little bit of Mardi Gras with you since we are in Mardi Gras season. And uh, I can tell you, I mean, this lasts until uh, Fat Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday, which is going to be, I think Mardi Gras is the 24th of February this year. And so we will be checking in periodically, uh, talk about Mardi Gras a little bit more, what's going on, and especially as the parades get a little bit closer. We're going to uh, probably go visit some parades and uh, have a little um, sound scene tour, which will probably be very loud with all the people down there at the parades, but we'll give it a shot. Anyway, I hope that y'all have a wonderful week, and uh, until next time, bon appetit. <laughs>